All right. Well, I will get going. I'll kick it off then. <laughs> so, uh, Amber, wait, which, what are we, we're in the fifth? Is this the fifth episode? Sixth. Sixth? Yeah. Wow. All right, so welcome to the sixth episode of Inspire the Vibe podcast. And in this day and age, marketing is storytelling. And for us, that means finding what's truly unique about the business and the people behind it to make sure that that story is heard. We're inspired and hope to inspire you with the purpose, ideas, and innovation of business owners who are the heartbeat of every neighborhood, town, and city across this country. My name is Kristen, and I'm one of the co-founders of Inspired Vibe, and I'm going to hand it over to Amber. I'm Amber, one of the co-founders of Inspired Vibe. Inspired the Vibe, inspired by the company. Holy smokes, I haven't had enough coffee today. We provide marketing, design, social media, and event production to businesses and organizations. I normally do the introductions. I'm going to hand it over to Katie to introduce today's guest. Hi guys, my name is Katie Toscano. I am with Small Biz Creatives. I am a social media strategist with a passion for small businesses and the community. And I join this every week with my friends, Amber and Kristen. And I have so much fun talking to amazing, I feel like I'm reading from a script, I'm not, but I have amazing, an amazing time talking to inspiring business owners our guest today is Lindsay Nicholson, the owner of Sweet Cheeks Cookies in your Belinda and one of my dearest friends. Lindsay makes highly decorated custom cookies, everything from sparkly unicorns to Darth Vader's to cheeseburger cookies. Lindsay graduated from APU here in Southern California, then attended culinary school. She is a mom of two super cute, amazing kids and a valued member of our community here in Orange County. She started her business, Sweet Cheeks, over three years ago and believes that cookies should not only look amazing, but they should also taste amazing. Lindsay's also a teacher of some amazing cookie courses, which I have been a part of, and those have been recently put on hold due to COVID-19. So welcome, Lindsay, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, girls, for having me. I'm so excited. Well, we'll hop straight into it. So Lindsay, before anything else, we see it on our screen right behind you. You have to tell everybody about the name of your business, Sweet Cheeks. Yeah, it, it might have a little double meaning in there. Yeah, Sweet Cheeks Sugar Cookies is my business name. What's funny is a lot of my customers pay uh, by Venmo. And when they search for my name, I have to explain to them that they have to sift through a couple of other Sweet Cheeks uh, names. There's some questionable industries also named Sweet Cheeks. So not to be confused, I am the cookie company. And on that same note, Lindsay has also self-described, or I don't know if someone else gave you this label, um, herself as a prostitute. Can you tell right. us? what that means exactly? A frostitute is not just yet like your typical baker. I mean, there has to be some fabulousness to what you do with frosting and icing. So yes, I am the self-proclaimed frostitute. Um, <laughs> and I, I claim that very well. And it kind of goes with the name, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Amber, are you already thinking that we need to go have margaritas with these girls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it would be fun. Right, mm -hmm. Katie? Anytime. Yeah. We'll, Anytime. Sit down, we'll sit down our wine glass for a margarita. 
Yes, anytime for sure. Lindsay, can you tell us how you got started in your business? Yeah, I work for a bakery. I managed a bakery and I decided to leave that to go to culinary school. At the tail end of culinary school, I actually got pregnant with my first. And so as a woman at that time, I thought you had to choose between either being a, a boss babe businesswoman and go and kill it in the corporate world, or you had to choose to stay at home. And I realized, okay, if I'm going to have kids, I'm going to stay at home. But I felt like I was drowning kind of under a pile of dirty diapers and laundry loads. And so I was determined to find a way where I could be both, where I could, I have an achiever personality and I wanted to still use what I learned from culinary school and my passion for baking and cooking. But I still also wanted to volunteer in my kids' classrooms and be team mom on the baseball team. And so I was determined to find a way to do both. So I started my cookie business after uh, my husband and I kind of had a tough season in our marriage. And I realized I needed to find that creative outlet for me, which was super important. So I started my business about three and a half years ago and started making custom sugar cookies. And like Katie said, it was super important for me to find a product that not only looked awesome, because you go into bakery, you see these like cute cookies and then you take one bite and you're like, oh my God, these taste dry and crumbly and horrible and not worth the calories, right ladies? Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, if I'm gonna do this, I I need to make it look good. I need to make it taste good. So so yeah, I started my business. The joy for me is being able to create custom cookies for everyone's celebrations. So whether it's a wedding or a baby shower or birthday, you name it, I can do pretty much anything. And so for me, it was, it was validating. It gave me the space to give my creative outlet, but also be able to stay at home with my kids. So that was super important. Awesome. And I've tasted every cookie Lindsay has made and they are amazing. I would have to say she is very talented and super artistic and just all around. I think that Lindsay has been able to kind of exemplify what a working from home mom should look like. She's team mom and doing all these things. And I think that's why she's done so well in our community and is so loved here and why I so wanted to have her on this show. I have to ask you, Lindsay, we were talking a few weeks ago about, I was kind of nervous to ask you actually, because any business owner I've talked to recently, I always hesitate and I say, how's business going? And I get kind of nervous to ask because you know, some people, most people are probably not doing so well. And so I asked you with a little bit of hesitation and I was surprised to hear your answer, but you talked about, and I'll let you kind of explain, you know, how everything's going, but you talked about something called the joy factor. And I was hoping that maybe you could just talk about how you're doing in your business with, you know, obviously you provide cookies for celebrations and events, but also talk about the joy factor a little bit. Yeah. So I was surprised too when COVID-19 hit. Obviously before all this, I was doing tons of custom orders as well as holidays. And then a big thing I've been doing the past year and a half is teaching cookie decorating classes. So when COVID-19 hit, I was just, I was like, oh crap. All my customers were canceling their orders. Obviously, with celebration, you know, people not being able to come together, there's no birthday parties, there's no 
sadly, there's no weddings. So there was definitely a part of me that in the very beginning, I just grieved, obviously, um, the loss of my business of what was going on in my business, but just like from a community perspective of seeing, you know, these sad emails from customers saying, we wanted to have your cookies for our celebrations, but we had to cancel them. And we're so sorry, but I hope you understand. And I was like, oh my gosh, how could I not understand? So I offered full refunds for anyone who had ordered cookies, as well as the classes that I teach are at the Yorba Linda Community Center. So all classes got canceled. Initially, I was just like, okay. My whole perspective throughout this whole thing, like I said, is, you know, to be uh, prepared for the worst, but to hope for the best. And so I'm like, all right, well, what am I going to do? Are people actually going to want to still order cookies or eat my cookies with everything going on? Are people even going to want to still have cookies? And it was right about that time that it was, I think it was um, St. Patrick's Day was about that time. And I'm like, I, I just have to, I think I have to like switch my perspective. What do people want? What are people thinking right now? And is my business even a valid, is it a necessary business right now? Should I shut down and wait this thing out? And so I decided to just go for it. I had this idea of doing, you know, the toilet paper pandemic was like happening, like right in the very beginning. And I was like, I've made so many random cookies before I can do toilet paper cookies. I can do like mass cookies. So I'm like, I'm going to offer these coronavirus cookie kit sets and it's how to survive the coronavirus. And I had a toilet paper cookie, a mass cookie, a water bottle cookie, and a hand washing cookie. And so I put it out there with my St. Patrick's Day orders and I did this big pop-up shop on my porch so people could come and it was a no contact thing. And I made just a ton of these coronavirus sets and I'm thinking, okay, maybe people aren't going to come. I sold out within an hour, the coronavirus cookies gone in 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, so I see now there's a need for it. And it's not because people want sugar, which we do. And it makes a great quarantine snack. But I saw the need that people still need morale. They need that boost of morale. And so I went through Easter orders, I went through Mother's Day orders, and I saw this phenomenon happen like before my eyes of instead of grieving that I'm losing all this business with custom orders and my cookie classes, it's just like to tweak it. So what can I do to cater to these hurting people? So I started offering cookie decorating kits where kids, I'm like, kids are tired of playing with Legos. We've played Uno 1,700 times in the past you know, a couple of weeks. So I'm like, let's do cookie decorating kits that they can pick up, take home and do with the kids. And those sold out so quickly. And also I did these little cookie care baskets that people could just drop off, like order some Easter cookies, drop off in a cute little basket on, you know, their loved one's porch. So for me, it was just kind of changing my mindset. I could have put my head in the sand, but I was like, no, I, I think let's be creative. Let's think about our community and what they need right now. Love it. Wow. That's incredible, Lindsay. And I'm so glad that you deemed cookies an essential business because so do the three of us girls here on the call with you. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that you started with where is everybody around me? It seems to be a common theme in how people are navigating this and innovating. Not what does my business need, but what can I do 
with the tools and the skills and the resources I have to meet people where they're at. Kristen and I talk about this on our social media strategy, just making sure one, well, you don't want to do anything right now that comes across as tone deaf. So once you cross that box, and I think that's where a lot of people mentally go, okay, well, that's all I really need to do. But no, you're like, wait a second, it goes so much deeper than that. And really understanding the psychology of where people are. Kristen said it this morning. She said, people just may be tired of talking about COVID, about being on their phone so much, because that's a lot of what they've been had to stuck doing without being able to be out and do different things. The stores have been closed, activities have been so few, but it's just amazing what you did and just saying, what can I do with what I've got to meet people where they're at? And at the same time, using humor. It doesn't matter whatever we're faced with as a population, we appreciate a good laugh. And in times like this, it's gold. Thank you. Yeah, that I think my toilet paper cookie said, I give my last roll to you. And you do have to find the humor. You got to accept there's people losing their jobs. There's people losing loved ones. It's, it's hard to know where to place the humor. So you're not being disrespectful, but trying to get the pulse of your community is huge. For teacher appreciation week is usually one of my busiest weeks for cookies. And I had a a ton of people asking about orders. And I just said, you know what, this year, I think I'm going to forfeit all that and donate cookies to all the teachers at my kids' school. Cause I'm like, they're taking pay cuts. They had to jump into online learning. My husband's a teacher. So I saw you know, firsthand what he was going through. It was important for me to continue my business. But in that moment, I'm like, what? I am one person. So part of me feels like, what impact can I make? I make cookies. Like, what can I do for the community? It seems like nothing. But if everyone's kind of saying that and saying, what can I contribute? What's the one thing I can do? And you, you do it collectively, then it makes a huge impact. So being able to give cookies to all the teachers at our schools kept me in that mindset of like we're all in this together we have to be there for each other absolutely you know it's so cool because the last three guests including yourself have said that exact same thing and I love it Candy said it last time Travis said it and it's so true because imagine the opposite imagine if everybody said well there's nothing I can do to help then We'd be living in a sad, sad world, you know? If you're putting a smile on one or two faces at a time, you're making a huge impact and you're just doing what you do. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel or go out there and do something that someone else is doing. You're just doing what you do and you're keeping that creativity going and staying positive. And I think the more we stay positive, the more we become organically inspired in the way that is uniquely ours. But if we're negative, then we fall into that pit of negativity and we put out what we're allowing in, you know? So I think it's really great. Yeah. And what, I mean, think going back to the joy factor, I don't know, Lindsay, if you really had expected the turnout that you ended up getting for these, because We forget that in times like this, I mean, we haven't had a time like this, but there's this need for joy and there's not that much out there that can really bring us joy or bring, help us bring joy to others. And so I think what's been great about what Lindsay's been doing is she brings joy to her customers, but she also gives them the opportunity to spread that joy by gifting things to others. And so I think that's probably also helped her business quite a bit and was maybe a little bit of an unexpected gift, if you will, from this weird situation that we're in. 
Yeah, I was so surprised by that. Just the outpouring that people wanted to buy cookies to spread that joy and spread that just like, hey, I'm thinking of you. I'm so sorry what you're going through. Not trying to fix anything, but just to say like, I'm here if you need me. And that's the coolest thing. I've had, I had a nurse who works in the ER. She just said that the morale is so low when, when the nurses and doctors come together around like the water cooler. I want to just be able to provide cookies just to even just see a smile for that one day. That might be the only time that they have, which is like, it's a cookie, but still it's something to put a smile on their faces. So I was happy to give her some extra cookies to, to pass around too. So Lindsay, you were kind of contemplating next steps for your business. And did that mean that you would be teaching more classes or opening a brick and mortar? And when this all kind of happened, I know that makes us switch gears a little bit and rethink decisions. So where are you at and how has that impacted what you're thinking as far as next steps? So my therapist says, don't make any like big decisions during crisis. And I'm like the opposite. I'm like, this is the perfect time to make some big decisions. (laughs) So as you guys know, like you wake up day to day and it's just such a mixed bag of emotions with everything going on. There's some days where I literally just, I have to say no to orders. I can't today. I just can't like, I can't do it. It's everything like the emotional impact of it all. And then there's some days where I'm so inspired and I have the energy and excitement to provide cookies. So yeah, for me, it's just made me question. This is the perfect time to kind of start figuring out what could be ahead for me. So I shared with Katie a little bit that there was something in the works right before all this happened where I got recruited for a Food Network show, which is super exciting. And I got like way into it and went through some of the interview process and then COVID-19 hit and I was like, okay, so that's a big question mark. I have no idea, you know, if, if anything's going to happen from it. So I'm not going to just bank, you know, my business on really anything happening in the future. We don't know if teaching at the community center, is that going to happen? Will it happen a long time from now? So I don't know. It's being open to different ideas. Like I did like rolling with the cookie kits and stuff like that. So not necessarily having like a full game plan, um, kind of rolling with it. And then yeah, questioning like, what could I do in the future? So maybe doing more in our community, renting a space to do more cookie classes, I'm just, I change every day. I'm unpredictable. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is very understandable given where we're at. And I think a lot of business owners I've talked to are in that same boat of questioning, what should I be doing right now? Should I be doing anything? But I think what a good opportunity to pause and reflect on where you've been and then pause also to think about what kind of creative ideas or solutions might you be able to pull out of this? I think that's awesome. What keeps you going? What keeps you or who keeps you inspired in your business? What inspires me, Katie and I talked about this. For example, Blue Scoop Creamery that just opened up. They didn't have the choice. They didn't pick their timing, but they still ran with it and they're doing awesome. These businesses that are just tweaking it, Katie, we talked about like the pizza businesses that are doing these make your own pizza kits. I've had to kind of roll with it and and try to tweak it to our community. The other thing is a couple of years ago when I first started in the cookie community, the cookie world is its own little (laughs) 
whole different world, but they are so supportive of each other. And you can be ultra competitive or you can come together and help each other. And a couple of years ago, I started a cookie, an Orange County cookie girls group. And for these ladies who are doing the same thing I'm doing from home and trying to do the cookie hustle, I got us all together and we, we had a couple dinners and we have been so strong to support each other over the years. So when COVID-19 hit, we, there was such a shortage of flour and butter and eggs, which is the main thing that cookies need. And it was so cool to see the cookie community come together. So all the Orange County girls were like, if anyone needs flour, I have a couple extra pounds. If you need, you know, whatever, Darth Vader cookie cutter, come, you know, I'll, I'll, you can borrow it. And then the awesome thing is people are sharing their business. They're like, Hey, I've, I've gotten a, a good amount of orders this week. I had another order come in. If anyone truly desperately needs it, like here's their contact information. Instead of seeing like these girls like butt heads and be competitive, what's so inspiring is to see other women support each other during such a crisis time. And that's what you see right now with everything going on with the coronavirus is you see either people become more selfish and the hoarding and things like that. But then you see the other side where people are just like dropping everything and coming together for the community. So those are the people that inspire me. It's, it's, it's been really cool to witness. I love that. that. What a great answer. And I've been saying, and I sold it from Madonna, but the, that COVID-19 has been the great equalizer. And it's funny because she did an Instagram post and it's her laying in a milk bath <laughs> with uh, flower petals all around her talking about how the COVID-19 <laughs> is a great equalizer. <laughs> But truly it is, we are all, we've all been stuck at home. We all either have been or know someone whose business has been impacted to any degree, a small degree, a large degree, or they've lost their jobs, or we're just like in a crazy place. And like you said, suddenly we're waking up and there's no meat in the store and you've got a plan for what you're going to do. And I remember when all of the baking supplies were unavailable and then when they became available people just couldn't wait to bake something and they probably like me don't normally bake things but you're like but when you take it away from me I have to have it <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what's funny I had to explain to like people around me I felt judged like my shopping cart had 50 pounds of flour and like for you know 40 pounds of butter and I'm like I'm not a hoarder I'm a baker like leave me alone don't judge me yeah but, I have a follow-up question. Another Go question. for it. Go for it. You said that you started this business after a season of, you, you, what it, what, what, how did you just uh, describe the season with your husband? It's just a, cha a really challenging season in our marriage. Yeah. In response to that, decided to start this business. What advice would you give? And I want to hear specifically to women. Yeah. Because we're all women on this call, so we can talk directly to women. Yeah. What advice would you give to women who are going through other challenging seasons in their life who have that thought in their brain to start something, a little dream, an interest, a hobby, and they think, you know, I think I could turn this into something. What has that done for you as an individual? And what advice from your experience would you share with other women who have that same thought, who maybe are coming out of or going through those challenging seasons? Yeah, that's a great question. First of all, I think recognizing there's some women who actually don't have the choice. 
they would love to start their own business or follow their creative passion, but they're single and have four kids to feed. I totally respect those moms and those women who don't have the option to choose, you know, that. But for those who do, I just, so like my husband's great. He's as supportive as he can, but there's still kind of this, I guess this tension there where as long as I kind of do what I'm supposed to do around the house, then I can work. And sometimes that means it's two or three in the morning, lots of nights of, of late night decorating. And I choose that to put my family and my husband first. I would say make sure your family's supportive of it and go for it. There's a lot of work starting your own business. There's times where I envy like those who can go for eight hours, kill it at their business and then come home and be mom or dad. I don't have that luxury because especially right now where we're homeschooling our kids, we're the janitor, we're the lunch lady, we're doing all the roles. Katie, I know you can relate, but but you make it work. It took me a couple of years to get where I'm at, but it there's joy along the way. There's challenges and you kind of just embrace that. But I, I finally found that creative outlet and, and balance. I don't know. Do you guys ever feel like as women, we ever find balance? I feel like it's a constant, a daily struggle to find that balance, but you do the best you can, right? Yeah. Amber knows that's not something that comes naturally to me, that the balancing And we laugh because when she first joined the business, everything was a priority. She'd be like, okay, we're going to categorize these in low, medium, and high priority. And I would mark everything high priority. And then she would say, okay, when does this need to be done by? And everything needed to be done today. And in my mind, we could totally get it all done today. Right. And then at the end of every day, one of my biggest struggles that she helped me through that I dealt with was at the end of every day, I would have this sense that I didn't get everything done. Mm-hmm. And that was my fault because I was setting the expectations for myself unrealistically. Yep. And now I can go to bed and fall asleep and not worry about the list of 17 things I didn't get done. And when am I going to get them done? Because we plan ahead, we prioritize, and then we set realistic expectations. That helps. And I think saying no was another big lesson too. What are we going to say no to? First of all, family comes first. Absolutely. And having a business partner, we look out for each other in that for sure. And if an apology comes up and it follows with something that you needed to do for the family, then we'd say no apology necessary. Let's take care of what's most important. But it's one day at a time. And it's realizing that the world isn't resting on your shoulders. And what you do is really great. And what you can look back and see you've accomplished, you can be so proud of. And you said no to some things. Oh, well. Your family's happy. (laughs) Exactly. That's an accomplishment. Exactly. Oh, and Lindsay, tell us your Instagram, Facebook, so everyone can find you too. Yeah. So my website is sweetcheeksugarcookies.com. I'm on Instagram, just sweetcheeksugarcookies. Again, look for the cookie symbol, not other questionable industries um and on facebook as well so thank you ladies you are so fabulous what you're doing in the community thank you for giving a voice to business women and business owners around the community it's so important so thank you for what you're doing 